Hello, hello, welcome back to Tending the Flame podcast. So after a bit of a break, Brona and I are back with a special two-part interview with Wiccan YouTuber and author Harmony Nice. In part one, we talk to Harmony about her spiritual journey and she shares some wisdom on integrative mental health and also delves into the healing intention behind her tarot deck as well as her love for the natural world. Obviously, no episode would be the same without some predictable segues into my obsession with Fran Leibowitz and Brona's unrequited love for Hosier. But most importantly, we, we love this chat with Harmony and we want to know what you think too. So make sure you like, follow and tag us on Facebook and Instagram. But for now, enjoy part one. Welcome again to the the podcast um so today we're interviewing harmony nice and i'm so excited about it she like taped her tarot deck in my bookshelf there and i was like don't look at that that's embarrassing um but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've been watching harmony's content since like my second i think near the second year of my university near the end of that so that might have been like the end of 2016 um because a friend of mine introduced me to you she's like there's this ginger girl on youtube and i was like right um (laughs) so um I really enjoyed watching like all of your videos over the years and like the different journeys and paths that you've taken like with regard to spirituality and with regard to even the way that your content has changed like um the most recent video of yours I watched was the one about the male gaze and male validation and I know Denise has got a load of questions on that but that one I was just Mm -hmm. sitting in my bed like you're just like fucking hell you think that you're kind of free from these things and then yeah. you know that you're not because it's so ingrained so um been great seeing everything like that change mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited about this yeah um, I'm yeah. so excited too thank you so much for having me and wanting me to be on here I always feel really like lucky to be invited more than people wanting to speak to me because it's just like yeah it's just really cool so thank you so much for having me on here and wanting to actually speak to me everything like that it's very very kind of you no thank you so much for taking the time like I think I think everyone's on a sort of energy deficit at the minute so <laughs> like we even from that angle we really appreciate you taking the time and um, but we want to give a bit of background so can you tell us you know where when how did your spiritual journey begin what did that look like for you um yeah so my I've, I've kind of been into spirituality um in many different forms since I was like 14 I would say but like to be honest with you like I grew up with like a fascination with nature from a really young age like we kind of we grew up in like the middle of nowhere so you know we'd kind of do like may day go to the you know pubs and stuff like that and you dance around the maypole and kind of like we we did that quite frequently and um you know i think i always had that like interest in spirituality from a young age but i didn't quite know what it was all about and then when i was 14 i discovered that my great nan was a witch um and that was like a that was really cool because i obviously didn't think witches like actually existed you know in like in like a prop like a proper form like i kind of had heard of you know paganism and stuff but i hadn't really actually looked into the concept of what a witch what a real you know witch was instead of a fantasy witch um so yeah so i i kind of got interested through that and i started reading tarot's from that age so it's going to be my 10 year like tarot reading anniversary this year turning 24 in may so it's, it's kind of like it's a big like it's a it's been a big part of my life for a very long time and then i kind of um i got interested in wicca when i was 17 and kind of started reading books about that and kind of getting more into uh like deities and kind of creating a bit more of a spirituality around wicca and then kind of recently i've like try to loosen the grip around spirituality a little bit and try to just kind of give myself room to explore spirituality further because I think uh for a long time I was trying to kind of put myself in like a spiritual box and which can for some people be really helpful and can kind of help them 
uh, find like a path that works for them. But I think for me, I needed to kind of like loosen up the grip a little bit. So um, even though I still consider myself a Wiccan and I still practice Wicca the way that I used to, it's very diff, well, the way that I used to, but it was also very different. Um, and I'm also very interested in Buddhism and I've kind of started reading up about Hinduism a little bit more recently. And I think since I loosened that grip, it's become a lot better for me. Like I feel like a lot more able to, I don't know, I feel like a lot more open and a lot more happy with my spirituality as opposed to kind of having like a definitive set routine. And I think it kind of got me very stuck for a long time within that but yeah so I feel like in a, in a, in a really good place with it and it's it, there's been such it's been such a journey with my spirituality but um yeah that's kind of how I got started in it and where I'm at like right now with it and everything. So have you heard the phrase that universal consciousness just for easiness sake and um, will will find will use your path of least resistance to reach you yeah. so in oh, one person's lifetime it'll be christianity in another person's lifetime it could be ag- you know as an agnostic atheist you know yeah. or it could be hinduism the next life or you know or whatever or that can be multiple paths throughout the one life yeah does that fix more? Yeah. yeah that does yeah yeah um so yeah i i do feel like for me um i i feel like wicca has been the foundation for my spirituality in that sort of way and it's kind of become a like it's became it became a way of life for me and like a lifestyle for me and it it was a very natural I I feel like I've always felt like I'm a witch in that sort of way um but I think when I kind of did try to with YouTube and stuff like that it became very hard to feel like I can um move around in my spirituality and stuff like that which put a damper on that because at first it was like a very free you know felt very natural like kind of experience for me um but I think I kind of subconsciously trapped myself within that and for me like Buddhist philosophy um kind of mixed with Wicca is like the thing that kind of comes easiest to me if that makes sense but I'm also very like I'm aware also that Buddhism a lot of it comes from Hinduism um and therefore I'm really interested in like the deities and stuff like that as well so it's kind of been like a nice um easy uh it's, it's felt like a lot better since I kind of uh started to allow myself to kind of explore all of them you know if that if that makes sense like and it's I think I hope that answered your question but it's kind of been like a a nice progression of kind of being like um knowing that I'm a witch knowing that I believe in the kind of pagan cycle of things and I believe what Wicca teaches but I think when it came to Buddhism and learning about Buddhism it added something to my healing journey that I um struggle to find within Wicca and I feel like with Wicca, it kind of, um, it was more of like a, a lifestyle sort of way for me and something that I um, could put that like energy and magic into and it all, almost like you use it alongside that kind of philosophy of Buddhism. That's kind of where I'm at at the minute. And it's been a huge release to kind of, to kind of have that. So I, I kind of feel like that's, that's where I'm at the minute and it feels more right to kind of just define myself as like a woman of nature of like just a human in a way you know and try not to identify myself as anything because I try to not grip onto my identity too much anyway like mm-hmm. especially as of as of lately because I, I tried to for so many years and I kind of now understand that it's it's not that simple um mm-hmm. but but yeah it, it, it kind of I, I like to just kind of identify myself as like a spiritual person if that makes sense you know as somebody that kind of takes what's beautiful in a like respectful way and kind of allows it to kind of add like magic to my path but um I don't know I feel like I feel like deep down like kind of paganism and Wicca like it helps me understand and gain that connection with the earth and then there's like different there's it layers up with the other things that I'm interested in I hope that I hope that it makes sense but yeah 
Mm-hmm. Loads of fluidity and zero dogma. That's what we're about here. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like, I feel like we've all, we've almost all been there. Like, um, similar to yourself, Harmony, like, I might have been like around 14 when I kind of started dipping my toe or whatever into things. Mm-hmm. And with regard to like Buddhism and Hinduism, like those were kind of the ways that I was swaying. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I was really interested in Hinduism for years. And like I did my yoga teacher training and mm-hmm. um, at university, I did my dissertation on the Bhagavad Gita and that's like still like such an important book mm-hmm. for me but I still find myself as well like you kind of feel like pulled because you almost feel like you, as you said you have to be boxed in um to one thing it's like well I can't call myself a Hindu I can't call myself a Buddhist um for some reason I've always felt like it didn't sit well with myself to call myself a witch even though I sometimes do resonate with it and I was always kind of like clutching at things yeah um and that clutching then almost led to me falling away from like everything yes for a while and like you don't have any connection to anything and you're kind of um look at the moon and you're like the fuck is this like and you're just so (laughs) you're just so disconnected so that yeah yeah, that makes so much sense what you said there about um yeah like after all the different things yeah and I was gonna say like after my like mental breakdown I kind of took a step back from everything and it became really hard to kind of partake in wicca because i think i don't know like i feel like when you get to know yourself truly you kind of understand that you need like space you know you need like room to kind of like explore and like get to know yourself but like i think we are in a time especially where we are like super obsessed with identities because everything is so public that it almost feels like for your safety you want to like be one thing you want to have like a set um way of being or like a set like identity and there's there's nothing wrong with like having an identity that you kind of build up if if you understand what I mean and um it's just not gripping onto it so tightly that you there then can't like move or you can't breathe within it and you have to like I don't know like uphold something and or you feel like you have to and then you kind of end up just like hating what you do or like just not being able to like you said you know like I've always had this like dramatic connection with nature and like wanting to um have rituals as like a part of my life um but like I said like when you trap yourself in something I feel like it kind of it just it just doesn't seem to work out you kind of I think you have to develop it naturally um, which is definitely one of the mistakes that I've made is kind of um, for myself anyway is is trying to put myself in too many boxes and trying to find like a definitive like who am I but not actually asking myself like what I actually like or what I actually want or you know what's gonna like get me closer to my higher self or anything you know so yeah <laughs> I think that kind of dipped into another question as well which is great um so I hope you don't mind if I go back similar to the first question and just ask like um like for us we were raised in Catholic homes we were raised with like Christianity in that way did you have like any sense of like a religious upbringing or anything like that um when you were younger no actually like I so my mum has always said she's an atheist but I think in the later years she's kind of been more open to what spirituality is and everything and you know stuff like that but um uh my dad had always said to me that he understands paganism over everything you know he's kind of always had that like he was like if I'm gonna follow anything it's gonna be paganism because it makes no sense to me like I can see the sun I can see the moon I can see the you know like you know if anything I want to follow what I can see and I think he kind of understood that um but I don't know like it's it's we were all very like independent in my family so I feel like we all have our own paths and like nothing was ever really disputed about it which I'm like maybe very different in a Catholic home obviously I'm I'm not I'm not 100% sure but um it's yeah it was kind of just not really disputed and even though I went to a Christian school um I think that made me maybe dislike christianity for a while um but then like as i've gotten older i've kind of come to understand that 
there is good and bad and like absolutely everything you know like it just depends on people's approach and some people hate buddhism you know some people hate like um you know loads of different forms of different types of religion some people hate wicca you know but the the thing is is that it's just all about what you know what people bring to it and with the modern age people seem to start like try to bring into like a positive spin into everything you know so i'm like friends with christians and i've spoken to christians that don't feel the way that i um not was taught in school but the way that i it came across to me in school and stuff like that i think it's really interesting what you said there about like um your like daddy's point of view or even your mummy's and like that's the way that you were raised and i had a conversation with my boyfriend i think it was the first lockdown so last march till june or whatever and he's not really that into spirituality and he was kind of trying to fake not figure out but ask me why I was mm. and he didn't have a religious upbringing and I like had a thought where I was like I think for some people um when you're raised with some form of spirituality or religion mm. and then as you get a bit older you kind of not reject it but you almost stray away because that was in your life at one point you kind of maybe feel like something's missing as you get older mm. because there was at one point whether that was like a childlike belief or faith that you know maybe might not have been valid you kind of feel like something's missing so that's where the seeking comes yeah. in um so yeah it's just really interesting that um with regard to what it sounds like from yeah. your your childhood you didn't have that type of pressure or anything yeah. like that so yeah, I yeah. Feel like you do have to like I, I feel like the whole thing with that is I feel like no matter even if you're raised in a positive like spiritual household or a religious household because I think spirituality and religion are two different things as well like I kind of feel like um Buddhism to me doesn't seem like a religion and neither does Wicca even though people would consider it a religion to me it's more of like a spiritual path or teaching do you know what I mean like a philosophy almost like a way of moving through life isn't it yeah yeah exactly that's that's kind of that's what I feel like you know so I think if you're brought up in a religious household or one with like a set um teaching you kind of miss out on the discovery of that and the kind of like not not need for that but the kind of like um spark of the interest or something that you feel like you know will genuinely help you in the connection if you if you understand what I mean like I kind of feel like um I don't know I, I kind of feel like it's it's important to have that like awakening sort of thing if you understand what I mean like my partner for an example kind of he found Buddhism later on in life but um he kind of I think I think he was raised in a like a religious household and I think like that kind of made him you know stray away and want to kind of want to find Buddhism and stuff like that Um, but yeah for me I didn't really have any any pressure and I think but I, I have always, even though my family's not spiritual, I feel like so spiritual. Like that's kind of like the main th- th- like way that I spend my life and, you know, is being interested in learning about spirituality. So it's, it's kind of funny seeing the me being like the polar opposite of like um, needing like or wanting to understand more about life, I guess, if that makes any sense. Or just like wanting to understand my life more and like my beliefs and stuff more and yeah that that makes a lot of sense to me I think like as well because like deep sense of there's something more yeah yeah there's always that there's something more than getting communion at eight or nine Mm. and getting your see this is why we grew up getting your confirmation we went to catholic schools our whole life Mm. so not only is catholicism was the religion that we were brought it was we were brought up on it on in a really multifaceted level Mm. so you know, there's the cultural aspect of if you consider yourself an Irish nationalist, you're more than likely going to be Catholic as well. Yeah. So you, the religion was almost tied into your mm. political, political, cultural identity. So it was so multi-layered. Um, so I feel like it almost like brought that extra level of like sh- baggage of shame with it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so deeply ingrained. But I even through, I, I, I know me and Bruno have had conversations about this, but you know I'm kind of making a statement more than asking a question but it's it is all it was that constant feeling like you say of just there has to be something more than this there's yeah. and yeah. like I had this oracle from a really young age my mum bought us bought me bought me oracle Doreen Virtue's angel cards um 
and I had them from like preteen you know when I was always pulling them constantly and um, I'm so grateful for that but mm-hmm. it's that searching like you were saying searching there's mm-hmm. something else here with and, and I think you go searching for it externally mm-hmm. and I think you come to multiple points throughout your life ongoing throughout your life where you realize that actually you start finding it within yourself but you always end up being like it has to be here or here or here and then suddenly you find these little nuggets of like oh this is the trace of that I was looking for and it, it was always here to begin with yes yeah you know, I think that's the beauty of that spiritual journey yeah and when you find something that just like aligns with your soul like I don't know like it kind of like yeah like for me like every like spiritual um like I don't know spiritual landmark in my life or whatever I don't know what the word is I'm trying to think but the spiritual like mark in my life like when I discovered Wicca it like pulled me out of a really bad time in my life where I kind of like you know like we had said even though I'd I'd kind of practiced witchcraft on and off I think having like the kind of philosophy behind Wicca really helped me um pull myself out of a really bad time in my life and like kind of have my first wave of of self-awareness and then when I kind of you know like last year when I kind of wanted to expand my knowledge on religion a little bit more and also like just just change the way that I practiced Wicca I it kind of started off as that I wanted to just change it and then I I started to you know listen to Buddhist teachers out of just pure like wanting to um wanting to heal and hear like what they had to say about healing and then it kind of um because I saw how like much it like um see I saw what a positive effect it had on my partner and um my therapist and stuff like that so I kind of I wanted to take that on board as well and and listen to that and then that kind of those teachings as well as kind of doing some like heavy inner work like pulled me out of that and now I kind of understand that it's yeah it's it's not like a it's I I just it's not about like having an identity within spirituality it's about taking like the beauty that you can find to you know to make your life the way that you want it to be basically you know like to you know to make like you know or to like help your mind or something and yeah I think I think um for me like the the magic of kind of like witchcraft and wicca and and that sort of side of things and also like buddhism as well and getting like deeper into um things that are beyond like our physical realm of understanding and kind of going to the metaphysical realm um has just it's it's I think it's given me comfort because I have always like felt like I there was something more you know I have always felt like there's just like um which I think has got my which I think did capture my fascination with it because it's just so I'm just like there's so much to life you know and I think like even just knowing that helps helped me a lot just kind of get through life a bit more is just being like wow like there's so many cool things to discover which is another reason as well for me to want to just like allow myself to be a spiritual person while you know being interested in lots of different things I think that's you know because I want to know everything (laughs) it's almost like I'm just like Mm -hmm. I just want to learn everything like you know and once you start I feel like I just like can't stop I'm just like I, I need to know all these incredible things because everything that I learn it just like adds richness to my life you know and I think that's why uh like I felt kind of trapped within Wicca is because I had been practicing it the same way for like uh, you know like three years or something and I needed to allow myself to like I don't know like um just know more about it almost like approach it again with a beginner's mind relearn and keep my mind open to things and then obviously like keep my mind open to other spiritualities and stuff too and and allow me to create an own personal path that is like just right for me (laughs) you know In the past or even currently have you ever been part of a coven um and for those who don't know what covens are um would you be willing to sort of demystify um that's that that loaded scary word um yeah. of, of a coven what does it mean for you yeah so firstly like covens are groups of practitioners 
um you know people that practice either it can be you can have wiccan covens um and all like different types of kind of witch covens like all specifically either you know some of them have like specific types of magic that they practice or specific areas of the craft that they focus on or um you know it can be general too um and it's kind of just a place where i guess it's almost just like a like a witch club you know <laughs> like you kind of I, I assume you kind of get there and you you know you you'll share um your experiences together and stuff like that and you know help each other and and practice together but i have never been in one <laughs> um i don't um i don't uh want to be in a coven either like i think at a time i thought that it would be interesting to be in a coven um and i still think that it's definitely an amazing way to like you know come together with other people and share your like your craft and stuff like that but for me i am i i do like being alone <laughs> i am very much like a a um I, I'm just a solo practitioner of everything. And I also, you know, again, going with the kind of like, um, I like to explore things at my own pace and I like to um, explore, you know, let myself kind of get a, a spirituality again that is kind of just for me and right for me um, and have it as my own kind of path. I, I feel like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, do well in a coven. Maybe I would. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not like really sure what, what kind of happens in a coven but yeah it's um they're they're very like I think for some people that it's like really important and I think it can be a very cool thing to do it's just for me I'm I'm a solo practitioner you know <laughs> um yeah I just prefer kind of I, I find best results as well when I'm able to be alone because I tend to have a struggle that I'm kind of working through and getting better with when I also like dissociate around people sometimes you know like if I'm engaged in a conversation or like something like that sometimes my brain will like wander off you know um and then I'll find it very hard to focus and like fully embody myself um because I haven't been confident for so many years I'm still like building that up and I also think it it probably is a confidence thing too so yeah yeah it's also handling loads of, you know, when you, you know, I've done quite a few, um, I think Brona has as well. Like, Brona, have you done group stuff? You know, like, group stuff, it's so like, but have you done <laughs> <laughs> I am just on a fucking nose here. So have you, have you done um, women's groups or like circles? Have you done a lot of those or am I? Do you know what? I haven't, I hadn't done any externally. Like my friends and I, we used to have like, full moon circles together where we would like gather and it would be quite like not like therapy obviously but therapeutic in a way um but I'd never would have went to I've never like yeah I've never gone to like a circle that like someone else was hosting like I've been to a couple of online ones like last lockdown like with Anishka Florence like I did that training and stuff but I haven't um Mm. yeah no but I know you have as well haven't you yeah I've done quite I've done quite a few and I've held quite a few of my own I think Mm -hmm. one of um, I think one of the ways I was speaking, I was speaking to my friend Heidi um, about this and no one needs to know who she is, but I kind of want to name drop her so she gets excited when she listens to this. But I was telling her <clears> about you, Harmony, and um, um, I just, I find your way of integrating your magic and the way that you, um, it's very, um, it just, it's it's like a nervous system through your life. Like it is just, I, I find it really inspiring and, um really lovely to witness actually from watching your videos and sort of reading some of your stuff and and it kind of got me thinking about how my spirituality manifests because I I get I've got I think I've got quite a lot of air energy so a lot of my magic I think comes through what I say mm-hmm. and what I think and the things that I you know visualize or um and things like that so yeah yeah I find that really interesting and that's why I love creating spaces like I love I love that creating initiatory spaces not just for women but for anyone it's mainly women who who come but like it's for anyone but I love being in those spaces but what back to my original point what I was about to say is you know covens obviously they're not the same as women's circles or spiritual circles or whatever circle that you have 
either way you are contending with a lot of other people's energy and because you do have to commit to holding space for everyone so I totally understand and can to a degree relate to that need to to work through some things on your own because you will pick up from other people's stuff you know you can't Mm -hmm. you can't deny that our energies are flying about everywhere um, and you can get a lot of people who you know especially if they're in pain and they arrive to these circles you know to you know and and to to have that support and you know if you're dealing with your own stuff or if you process things differently you know that can be difficult so I do I do completely understand that that solitary practitioner yeah and and you do you, you know you've said it like right there you do take energy with you so like I'm a big like believer and as soon as I get home I'm like cleansed straight away like through the doors either like some bells or something like that and just like cleanse and I'm like okay I'm home now I'm not taking this into my house like to my altar to my space you know and stuff like that so I think that's like a that's that's how I like to do things and I also I I like having I'm a very like small circle person as well like I have a very small circle of like very close friends you know um as well um I find it quite like like you said I find it quite hard to um uh just just surround myself with loads and loads of people and I I think I am getting better with that but I I do I still find it quite difficult like most of the sabbats I like to spend with like one other particular friend who is also interested in wicca and witchcraft and kind of has her own thing going on and we just kind of get together and it's usually just us two and we'll go and do something together and like just share that together you know you know no matter what it may be um we always kind of like to put that time aside and that's that's what I've been doing with all all of my like sabbats my celebrations is literally just like me and one friend um doing that and that seems to work a lot better for me like I feel like I, I've always wanted to get to know more people who are interested in this um, subject, but I also do find it quite difficult being on YouTube and stuff and people having like preconceptions of like who I am and like, you know, what I'm going to be um, before they meet me as well. So I, I kind of am all, always like, I don't know, I think I have that like a lot to unlearn when it comes to like being confident and like owning your stuff and not um allowing like people's pre like preconceptions of me or like to actually affect my energy or like affect how I feel about myself um because a lot a lot of people do get kind of strange with youtubers and I completely understand it but you know with with that I also think I find it quite quite difficult to know how to approach that you know which is you know why I like to kind of just share that with like a few people that are close to me and and um yeah and just work that just seems to work a lot better for me you know with for that stuff yeah totally no I completely understand that and I really yeah. <laughs> not to the YouTuber bit but like I yeah. really yeah. <laughs> absolutely will have preconceived notions of you yeah, not even YouTuber. you know like um, it, you know even with just like social media people get you know yeah. I mean, it doesn't even have to be yeah. somebody that's like you know got any type of following like literally like you can make accidental judgments of yeah. people can't you and then accidentally bring that to them mm-hmm. and then it's like Ooh. but yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's interesting like um just so- similar to like what I'm talking about in therapy at the minute as well just because I feel like we're all happy enough kind of talking a bit openly mm-hmm. about that but like even with regards to like people who you know are here like in your life um if you've like existed in one way before then that's their notion of you and that's how you Mm -hmm. are so you kind of almost feel uncomfortable growing or changing because that version of you doesn't exist yet so I in my head I was like I only exist as what other people see me as or think me as I'm really kind of struggling I'm Mm -hmm. like I don't exist like I'm really struggling to figure out this whole thing so I can only imagine how amplified that would be because like I know you said like anyone on social media but like because of your following Mm. as well like people are just constantly whether you physically see it or not in the ether somewhere people are putting that on each other and being like this person's like this and they're you know good or bad yeah exactly Um, yeah yeah, it's quite yeah it is and also just like kind of 
I, I think like <clears throat> I unfortunately because of that find it quite hard to make like genuine connection you know and I actually I find it easier to make friends with people who are into spirituality and stuff because they seem to come to you know like approach it with like a nice like I don't care who you are and it, and it you know what you've done or any of that because in reality it's such like a like having an Instagram following is such a in the reality of things such a vapid thing do you know what I mean it's such like a, a silly thing to believe changes you know I don't know or make somebody like a different person or whatever um but yeah that, you know that's something that I speak to my therapist frequently about is how I've only really just found the courage to make genuine connections with people and like push myself to be like myself despite maybe other people not liking it and just going with that like you know with the whole you know we, we spoke about the the validation mail video I don't know if that was recorded or not I can't remember but me doing a video on um uh yeah on not caring for male validation it took me so long to even come to a point where I could even feel like I was remotely free from that if you know what I mean and it's like it's you know the further I go into embodying myself the more I have to kind of accept that there's going to be points where I am lonely and it's not anything that I'm particularly doing wrong you know I am going to lose people there's going to be space and there's going to be new people coming into my life and people leaving and you know, I try to like loosen my grip on that too and just allow the change in and the kind of nice, you know, flow of, of life, you know, in and out um, as it goes because, yeah, because it is it is hard to like, you know, also it's hard to unlearn putting preconceived notions onto other people and, yeah, it's, you know, it's a big old journey. <laughs> I've witnessed you sort of touch on it um, and I did say that kind of like your spirituality was was like a kind of nervous system throughout mm. your life and um, Brona and I have both we've had done a well-being episode where we talked about the looking at your life you know your spirituality is like a holistic sense you know it's your mind your body and your soul and that includes you know maybe the medication that you need to take the food that you take the people that you're around the energy that you you process but also the the mental support that you give yourself if you need it like therapy or medication and things like that and um so off the back of that you know do, do you believe that spirituality and emotional mental well-being are inextric inextricably linked yes definitely I feel a hundred percent like to me a spirituality is getting to know your spirit past the point of it being like even past the point of your body you know even past the point of that it's like you know getting to know your true spirit and being connected with the spirit or you know the energy that kind of surrounds you that's that's kind of what it is to me the spirit meaning like the divine consciousness or like whatever do you know what I mean um and the universe and, and stuff like that so to me like a spiritual journey like which is why I kind of refer to my healing journey which started last year as a spiritual journey is like more than even my wicca journey because to me a wicca my the start of my wicca journey was was a spiritual journey but it was kind of like um i felt like the maybe like the second stage of it you know it's been like a thing in the making but i feel like i really started to push that and push you know everything that you just said and actually start to um work towards peeling back those layers you know that that's what a spiritual spirit, spirituality or a spiritual journey is to me is peeling back those layers um that gets you closer to that you know that like consciousness that spirit that part of yourself that guides you and and things like that so I think there's like a lot of stuff that you can do that has nothing to do with the actual like um you know actual you know doing rituals you know all that stuff um that that can definitely contribute to that like I've been learning about chakras for a while now and I find it quite interesting how it talks about all the little elements that kind of build up you know to your nervous system sort of thing and you know how you can kind of balance them out by um you know what you know the way by talking to people or eating different foods or um doing things that basically just like align with your values a little bit more and help you peel back those layers and reach those parts so for me it's like meditation is one of my main 
practices that I would say is the most important to me. And it never used to be. I used to use meditation as just a visualization like technique for spells. Um, and now it's become like I do it every single day without question and yoga as well. I started doing yoga every single day as well. And that's, that's that as well. And obviously like I'm vegan, I've been going to therapy for three years now and that has been like tremendous help I don't I don't take any medication but I take CBD when I'm anxious and I think there's just like so many little things that can help you peel back those layers and can be a healing process and get you closer to that you know for an example I decided to like grow out my hair spiritually as well and kind of and get on to doing that and even though that's something that I am aware that I shouldn't be attached to because it is just a part like you know it's just like my hair um it's a very healing thing for me because every single time I would cut my hair um you know and again it's it's different for everybody but for me when I would cut my hair it'd always be as I was like going through something traumatic so a lot of the time it would be me like yapping off my hair out of like fear or like needing to start again or feeling like I always had to like be better or be something different whereas I'm aware that other people when they're healing might be like I've never been allowed to cut my hair or this hair's been controlling me and I've got such a grip over it so I'm going to cut it all off and do something different you know that's that may be somebody else's step to um peeling back those layers for themselves and kind of liberating themselves but yeah like I think it runs throughout your whole life I do feel like spirituality is more than just having like a title or like uh, a teaching I feel like my spirituality involves me and my everyday self you know like even just like uh, doing little things like I, I also notice that if I sit and I like um, drink coffee in the mornings before I meditate mm -hmm. I can't meditate so I have to drink decaf you know um, and I don't watch scary like horror films anymore because I just feel like it does something to me either yeah. I thought I was the only one yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually got to the point where I felt like I was I don't believe that like any sort of like demons coming are going to come through I used to love horror films me too but yeah. it's, it's not but I don't know what it is and I and I hope maybe you can articulate it better than I can but it feels like I'm when I watch them I'm doing something to my psychology that will then translate into my energy and I don't it's not that I think that they're inherently bad. They're not. I love horror films. Mm. Um, but it just feels like I'm in... I don't think it's good for my energy. No, I don't. I don't agree. And I think, that is the, I think that's a great way of explaining it. I don't, like... I, I stupidly, like, watched this clip on YouTube the other day that was, like, scariest movie scene ever. And I was like, I can handle this. This is going to be... A load of rubbish you know <laughs> I just went into it being like blah 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 I've seen loads of scary stuff in my life not a problem um and it was actually the scariest <laughs> scene ever I was absolutely <laughs> petrified and I think as well because um horror films are supposed to make you anxious and supposed to scare you and fear when it comes to fear turns into anxiety for me it also triggers that off so even though I'm great with my anxiety now and I don't have panic attacks it can spiral me into a panic attack and then like you said linger in your like soul like it could like linger in your energy and it can really it can really fuck with it like same with like listening to sad music and stuff like that I, I used to love sad music and I think it serves a purpose at specific times of your life. Like for me, I think horror films were good for me in a way because it kind of, you you get that whole part of your life and you want to like be like, you know, experience seeing lots of different things that maybe you wouldn't see like out in the street, you know, and it serves that kind of purpose in your life for a bit. You know, you always seem to like them when you're a bit younger and then you get older and you're like, oh, actually, I really don't want to see that right now. <laughs> like I really don't want to see like a guy get his head chopped yeah. off or something like it's just not it, you know it's too much like it's always like I think it's your heart softens as well as you peel back those layers it becomes harder to see like because you're more aware of your reality and what is affecting you it becomes stronger in a way you know like when I was younger it never used to phase me um and now like I listen to ABBA more than I listen to like my like favorite like emo bands that I liked when I was like 
15 because I just yeah it's just got a different like vibe of, to me now you know like it brings something different to me now I'm a bit obsessed with disco at the moment yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. well, I just pretend it's a city and I'm, I'm obsessed. I mention this like every other podcast I'm obsessed with pretend it's a city and I'm like I've com- 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 become completely obsessed with like 70s disco <laughs> that's so funny I've been balancing the last year of similar to yourself how many going back to like listen to like I don't know fucking mm, my chemical yeah. romance and then I'm balancing it out with I listen to One Direction great, every though. single day yeah. like I listen to them every single day yeah, and I'm I, I feel. I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm yeah like, like yeah. trip hop and like low vibe like you know like really chill music or like people that sing about like spirituality or like you know rap about spirituality and that's like my my thing now you know I don't know it's weird isn't it and it's because it's like to me it like brings something to me like it brings like I listen to this woman called Green Tea Peng I don't know if you've ever heard of her but she is amazing and she sings about like magic and um spirituality and lots of other kind of different interesting things but she just brings something to my day that I'm like oh I need that you know like I, I need that and I need the energy mm-hmm. and I try to it's, it's gonna be sad because people who have followed me for a while that are listening to this could be like oh but I can't even listen to the front bottoms anymore because I'm just not in that place in my life anymore like I still love them and they're still like occasionally I'll like put a song on but I just can't like I, I and I'd still go see them live and everything don't get me wrong but I just don't they I'm just not in that place anymore when I'm in like a dramatic like mm-hmm. fuck my life like everything shit place you know like it's just it's just not there anymore mm-hmm. like um and I just don't think I relate to it anymore and yeah now like I like oh I love Amy Winehouse though that's that's kind of different Amy Winehouse even though she sings about like her problems she's got like a really good like energy her, especially her early stuff like mm-hmm. frank and stuff like yeah. everyone else is i don't know why i bought yeah. her up but she's she's my queen <laughs> i love her <laughs> i feel like that about i feel like oh, that about yeah. hosier he, oh he's amazing i've been obsessed since i was younger <laughs> don't even he's that man's love of my life honestly <laughs> god i oh my god um but same ways like a lot of i suppose a lot of his music is like spirituality based mm-hmm. and things like that like but i go through days of, like i'm in a really mm-hmm. good mood i'm gonna listen to hosier <laughs> I go through phases where oh my goodness like my first therapist when I was at school always told me I, I used to sing so she was like just mm-hmm. sing it out like it's fine and in the past couple of years when I think no one's home I will sing Hosier's first album from the first track I sing it from Take Me to Church right to the very end I'd be in my room squealing and like one of my one of my, one of, one of my roommates Laura because I've lived with her for the past two years now She's like, I really know you're going through it when I hear, you know, Hosier for a couple of days. Yeah. Next question. Um, you're, yeah, so your new tarot deck came out this year and it focuses a lot on growth and healing and neither of those are easy as we've just discussed. But like, even like the tiniest bit of advice, what would you give to someone who's like just starting out on that? And then maybe like a second part of that question where if you could go back to yourself before you started your healing journey what's like one wee thing that you um, tell yourself so <laughs> I would recommend firstly just reading and like educating listening to podcasts like just firstly listening to people before you take on like a, a role or anything like that and just kind of get get just get to know what you like and what you don't like and what vibrates right with you and kind of just like get get to know that like what aligns with yourself and aligns with your energy and take your time to discover that because that is something that I know that I need like frequently now is like sometimes I'm like I just need time like I just need a bit of time to work this out um and now it's getting even more where I'm like it's probably going to be years before I work this out but I'm okay with it you know and I'm okay with giving myself time Mm -hmm. and allowing myself to like change and flow and like come back to things and put things down and pick them back up um like I did that last year when I picked up my job training and I put it out and I picked it back up and you know like I feel like just spend a bit of time and understand that it's not about the way that it looks and it's not about the way that, um, yeah, that it appears to other people, but 
only what appeals to you really and kind of in kind of I, I think that is probably how I would like how I would approach it anyway now and that's kind of how I did approach it is I was just like I'm just gonna go to everything and forget everything that I learn and just find out what I really like what actually vibrates with my soul and not actually what I feel like I should be doing because I think a lot of the time like you're told you're one thing so much that you you kind of start to believe it or um yeah or, or like something gets put on you and you just kind of take it on and you don't actually ask yourself what you actually like or what you actually want and basically better to just start like completely fresh and stuff like that and I feel like if I had one tip for people it would probably be that too is just like take take your freaking time like allow yourself to flow with it and also I know like a lot of people like to share their spiritualities on the internet and I'm obviously really glad that I did because it let, ended up being this like fucking awesome thing with these amazing opportunities and also just like in a way even though I, I speak about the negatives with social media quite a lot um, a very positive thing that came out of that was that it pushed me to learn so much more about Wicca so like I instead of like taking it slowly which is also a really good thing I was kind of like snowballed into it but that did also have some positive positivity to me anyway you know kind of just vast information all at once you know so but I, I definitely would if just hold back and just try to work it out for yourself work out your um just your just work out what you like and what goes for it and don't restrict yourself and just allow yourself to like give yourself some breathing room um and you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with or push yourself into jumping into things that you're not comfortable with either because I think as well like starting out on witchcraft a lot I made like a lot of mistakes at the start of my uh witchcraft journey when it came to like spells and um energy especially like I I became very interested in um like spirit like you know I mean like not I, I don't like the word paranormal anymore but like I became very interested in like the kind of mis mysterious like side of things you know like and kind of the like uh almost like spooky that sounds so like not right but I can't think of any other word for it right now I became very interested in um like that side of things but then I think that was very much like I jump. I didn't know how to like protect myself when it came to things like that, and I I feel very differently now about things like that than I do now. Like very very differently, and also don't believe in it the same way that I I used to for sure. Um, and yeah, so I think just like take take it slow and work out what you wanna what you wanna do, and don't don't just do things because of the way that it like just you know just basically just work out what actually radiates with you and don't let anybody or yourself put you in a box if that makes sense I hope that kind of answers the question that's not really what that's not really what I did but you can definitely get entrapped by like doing that and believing that you have to like that like spirituality is like a set like formation of of rules and steps you have to follow as opposed to just like exploring it to your heart's content and then what would that wee teeny bit of advice or like even like a going back in time and being like go you or like you're gonna be okay yeah. what would you give to yourself like yeah I mean so I would say that you can literally make it through anything <laughs> and also weirdly pain and suffering are okay and actually sometimes they're good that's like something that I've always like tried to avoid like we definitely go to like extreme lengths to avoid pain and suffering like all the time and actually I look back and I had some I had some really I've had some really traumatic things happen to me but even within the last year I had some things that are really like took me back and like required a lot of inner strength to keep going and they've turned out completely fine like you know like even though it seemed like the worst thing in the world um yeah it, it ended up being like completely fine and, and that I could actually work through it but I'd say just don't 
don't um as soon as you feel like giving up or you feel like you are um there's a way to like turn back to your old self or go backwards just keep going <laughs> you know dig deeper keep digging deeper um and pushing through those boundaries because it's so easy when um like walls come up or like blockages come up to just like go and like revert back but if you like push through them it's like it gets more and more magical and healing becomes more and more i don't know just just more and more worth it <laughs> with every like wall that you push through you know that's lovely that sounds so good to hear right now as well even though that message was like to yourself there's been so many <laughs> things in the last year that i've been like i could easily just go back to drinking and uh, being you know being um sad and like co- just coping through life you know like barely coping um i could easily go back and do all those things but like i know that that's not how it should be like i've seen like moments of happiness within my life over the last year that i haven't seen since i was a child and that's like the things that i kind of like strive towards is i'm like okay it exists like i'm having more and more of those moments when i wake up in the morning and i'm like fuck like i'm alive and this is this is fucking awesome and like oh my god like I you know mm-hmm. like I can't believe there's clouds in the sky like I literally cried during meditation today because I was thinking about how much I like clouds like I literally was just like they're just so amazing like and it, they're not even just clouds but just like everything and even <laughs> like pain and hurt how it has even though I would never wish like suffering or pain on anybody and I don't think and I think you know um some pain is necessary and some isn't you know there's definitely necessary suffering and non-necessary suffering but the things that I've gone through have inevitably made me a much like I've managed to transform it you know and turn it into something great so even like the love that that energy that transformation has bought I just got emotional about it you know like because it's sometimes just like fuck this is just this is just really cool that I'm getting to a place that I never thought I would see again like I hadn't seen it in almost 10 years or more than that since I was a child now I'm kind of starting to see it again and it's like mm-hmm. okay so this is what like healing and like it's all about <laughs> you know unlearning and relearning and blah 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 <laughs> Have you felt that too Denise? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Satan with the word face <laughs> word feel like, like head right there like oh thank you yeah the most recent podcast you were on um yeah the heavy mental was it or something like that that one you talked about um social media a lot on that and I found it so interesting I still haven't brought myself Mm -hmm. to watch the social yeah um but (laughs) why why do you think like I know that like these things are purposely Mm -hmm. made to be addictive um did you find it really difficult to kind of try and change your relationship with social media and like why why do you think we find it so hard or like have like tension with like self and internet self like there's there's so (laughs) many reasons but like from my personal like experience I it got to the point where the lines I found it so addictive and I had subconsciously been taking on messages about who I should be on social media for so many years and not even just through social media but life as well and it then like enhanced those patterns and made them like a lot worse and I was like a lot more like you could see it towards the start of like last year no yeah sorry the start of last year before I I kind of embarked on the healing journey like the well anyway I had like a spike and like a massive push into into it um I just was getting further away from that soul but it was getting harder to do it was like my body was like going like oh like no don't do that and then like my brain was going but I have to this is what I know and like I, I am not gonna like what am I supposed to do with this and I, I would ask myself like who am I every single day because I, I would have no idea um and it got like especially bad since my mental breakdown because I had like a good few years before that where like you know everything was as nice and happy and I was getting better and then I then I kind of realized that I was still ignoring quite a lot anyway sorry tangent 
Um, when it came to social media, like I think in a way, it is it's so addictive obviously for the obvious reasons it's made to be addictive the apps are made to be addictive um the, you know in the social dilemma like there's literally like one of the creators of i feel like it might be pinterest or something that's literally like i'm sorry <laughs> like we shouldn't have done this like there is no boundaries that we have put in place for something so strong and you know it's made to make you sell stuff and even just like the kind of natural addiction that you have of seeing somebody wear something that's nice to then go and try to find something to purchase it or like seeing somebody that you have been believed to condition to be like the perfect or like so socially acceptable like version of pretty or whatever the fuck that means and then like then like leading you to mm -hmm. buying stuff it's like it's crazy how that how that all happens but I feel like it's really hard because in a way, like I was having this conversation with my friend recently that we feel like our social medias represent our actual life. You know, like we feel like we create a version of our life on the internet that represents the best part of our life and the way that they look defines us as people because we will typically judge people on their social media. Well, I, I definitely have anyway, you know, like subconsciously, of course, but um you know, I've looked at like people's social media and you kind of think you have an idea about how people are. So then you're like, well, shit, I better get my social media, you know, like really representing what I really want people to think of me. Um, and then it kind of comes into the idea that what people think of you is the most important thing about you. And it also, like you said in this conversation earlier, what everybody's perception of you is more important than the actual reality of you. So almost like the hypothetical you that is in your brain, um, you think is you as opposed to actually focusing on like the real, you know, you at your core and what you, what actually makes your heart radiate and stuff like that. It kind of gets covered up because you're creating like a hypothetical you in your mind. And then that can sometimes trans like transfer through social media. Um, so like I think it's really addictive in that sort of way and also um we are like we've gotten so used to using social media that we've not set any boundaries with it therefore like I feel like it's crazy that we feel like we have to be able to get in contact with people um automatically like all the time um without like any hesitation and any boundaries set and anything like that no boundaries <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is a big, a big it's bad a word. Big, yeah. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, I'm dealing with that. I'm not going into details. I'm dealing with that at the moment, trying to decide. Me too. Like, I literally had a conversation with someone today where I was like, I don't want to be so easily accessible, but at the same yeah. time, I, I like to access people yeah. easily. So it's like I, I totally recognize my role in it as well. But like, no, I really hear you on that one, Harmony. Like, because I don't want to have to deal with the negative effects of it but I also play yeah. in to the negative effects of, of the no boundary yeah. event yeah and I think that's like the important thing is like firstly I started to set boundaries with other people so like if I ever can't find myself scrolling or checking people's social medias or like feeling like I needed to contact people and if they didn't reply instantly I kind of like unlearned that behavior first if that made sense and also because I'm somebody that yeah. is, I'm quite hard to get hold of anyway. Like I, I don't like, I'm not good at replying. I'm not good at like, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not a natural. And I've never found social media natural either. It's always been a forced thing. Um, YouTube's been a bit different because you can kind of express yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of mm -hmm. feel like it, it, um, I, I wanted to set boundaries with it and start setting boundaries with it because I noticed that basically I had this week during last summer where I felt like I was like a child again um and I there's this like lake near my house or my old house that I swim in like go wild swimming in and it's like a spiritual like experience like it's very like I just love there's something about nature swimming that just brings something out of me when I'm like I'm home like even in the sea you know I'm just like oh fuck this is great um because yeah. it feels like you should be doing that and not like showering I don't know that, that probably sounds insane yeah. but I just feel like I should be bathing in lakes more than I should be like 
showering. I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. even when it's cold, I'm like, well, I, I go swimming in the sea. I go to the coast. I will get into any natural body of water yeah. that's close. Like if it's near, like I want to be in yeah. it. Like and and when I especially when I go to the sea because I've got quite I've got a lot of hair but it's very fine. Mm. And if salt gets it, it like gets a really nice texture when it gets salt in my hair. So like when I go to the sea, I don't wash for like days. No, no, I, I just don't. at least two days. I don't go near yeah. shore. Like I just don't want to. Yeah. I need to. No, I I used to. Yeah, no, I I was saying like I had a when I had that kind of week of just feeling like a a child basically again and kind of having that. It was it was basically just kind of not not caring in like the best way possible and just being so like at one because I was like swimming every single morning I used to like bring a bar of soap down to the river <laughs> like, like a natural bar of soap you know something like you know and just like wash myself in the river because it just felt so I don't know it just it just felt so good it felt so good to be like somewhere you know where there's like cows eating grass like right next to me and I can like see them and just be like swimming around and being with like fish and stuff like that I don't know there was something just really really nice about it but I and I noticed that during that week I when I was swimming and it was like midsummer and I was having such a good week that I had like been on Instagram like like basically not at all like I, I think I checked it like once a day um, and I just didn't have time to go on it because I was kind of like um, getting into like the flow of things I was painting I was like you know just basically kind of just doing what I feel like I should be doing if that makes sense like what I feel like life actually is and then I realized how much social media and when I sit on social media how much it like affects me So that's it for part one of our interview with Harmony. At this point, our call cut off, hence the abrupt ending. So apologies for that. But join us back here in a few weeks time for part two, which will have the rest of Harmony's response to her experience with social media, but also some insightful reflections on self-love, managing boundaries and honouring anger. If you enjoyed today's episode, remember to like, follow and tag us on socials. And if you have loved it, then please do leave us a review.